last night I saw an angel falling down And when I saw her face It took my breath away She had some golden eyes They call me a so I am Pastor Floyd Hughes, and I'm here with Rachel, Melanie, and Lene. Uh, they are the hosts and creators of the Naps or Nothing Moms Facebook group and the Naps or Nothing Moms podcast. So this month on the podcast, we wanted to talk a little bit about, because summer's coming in, and some of you have children that are graduating from kindergarten or first grade or going to fifth grade or some even going to high school. But um, we know there are some moms out there that have children who are graduating from high school and leaving and going to college. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh, actually, none of these moms <laughs> have children who are going to college. Uh, but I want it before we turn to a mom who is, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. So Rachel, when you think about your kids leaving home, what, what kind of goes through your mind? For me, I feel like it's such a long way off. However, I know that everything is happening so quickly and we're already going and starting the process to go to kindergarten. So if it feels like it feels now, that it's <laughs> it's a surreal feeling and it's a and it's exciting for me and I I'm just gonna go in and just take one day at a time. Awesome, awesome. So Melanie and Lene, I mean, you have a little while before your kids start going to school at all. So is that something that's in your mind right now, or is it like, eh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it? I've not really thought much about it. My, I mean, I've never left Rita for any amount of time, really. And Roscoe, he still sleeps in my room, so I'm never away from him for more than a few minutes. So I can't even imagine having to let them go, what that would be like. What about you, Mel? Right now, it doesn't sound like too bad of an idea. <laughs> Um, but I can't imagine because it's so far away. I feel like it's more like cross that bridge when it comes to it. Okay. So since none of you have um, children who are getting ready to graduate and go to college, uh, we um, all have a mutual friend named Tia. Well, John and Tia, but Tia, who is also a mom, uh, agreed to talk with us because her daughter uh, graduated this year or graduates, graduated this year and is heading off to college, not too far away, but still far enough away to where she won't be living at home on a day-to-day -day basis. And we wanted to get some insights from her. So uh, first, let me play this introduction so people can get an understanding of who Tia is. Okay, so I'm here with Tia Ong, and um, just to give you guys some background, actually, I can't, because I don't remember how many years, when did you guys move to Pittsburgh? Um, 
2008. Yeah, like 2008. And we met you guys shortly after that, right? Like Yeah, within a few weeks. Oh, wow. That's soon. I was thinking a few months. Or... Okay, but we've known her and John, her husband, and their kids for a while. Uh, but one of the things that the uh, Rachel... We'll get to Rachel's comment in a minute. <laughs> Rachel, Lene, and Melanie wanted to do is because they have all have smaller children, like toddlers and babies and infants, um, and you have a graduating high schooler. So they felt like rather than them try to share, here's what that might be like, they would go to someone who's kind of going through it right now and ask you, what is that like? So they came up with a bunch of questions, but you were just sharing something about parenting um, teenagers in general um, before I hit the record button. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's not just about parenting teenagers. I would say it's even more so parenting, you know, tweens and teenagers mm -hmm. um, because... I mean, little kids, you know, you still have to set really firm boundaries. You have to be very consistent with, you know, um, positive reinforcement, you know, consequences and stuff like that. But when they hit about nine, 10, maybe 11, if they're a little bit behind developmentally, they become much more independent. And, you know, you see some of that independence in toddler years where they want to, it's all about them doing everything. And they, they get really upset if they don't, if they can't do something that they want to do or if mom and dad does it for them. But you kind of see that also in nine, 10 and 11 year olds where they almost want to do it themselves. They, they want this independence and you have to walk, you know, with this age after about 10 to, you know, even into young adulthood, you kind of have to walk this line between, allowing them to be kids. You want them to be kids. You want them to, you know, you want them to go out and play. You want them to have fun with their friends. You, right. you don't want them to grow up too fast. And, and I think sometimes some parents, you know, push, you know, academics or athletics and, and maturity on their kids when they're really, really in this age between like 10 and 18. Um, and so you see kids who, who are much more mature than their own age sometimes even more mature than some college students I've seen. And, and that's not always a bad thing, but we, we've, John and I have always kind of had this mentality that we wanted our kids to experience childhood in their teenage yeah. years and to have those experiences because when you become a full-fledged adult, you don't, it's harder to have those types of experiences without you know, feeling or jeopardizing, you know, if you already have a family, you know, you can't behave like a 17 year old when you're 25 with kids. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. And now that we have an introduction to who Tia is, um, one of the questions that you guys came up with, uh, and let me make sure I get this right. I probably worded it differently when I spoke to her is how do you feel about your firstborn child, your, your like baby girl is, is leaving the nest. Um, you know, what kind of feelings, what's going through your head? How, well, what are you thinking? And I'm going to play the conversation I had with her right now. Okay, so now let's talk about Rebecca because she's 
graduating. What what do you I mean, just straight up, what are you guys feeling about her graduating? How does that feel like your oldest, your baby girl, your firstborn, put in all those phrases, you know, and and Rebecca going to college. I'm actually really excited for her. Is a good way to put it. Um, I think she's ready for it. And I'm not like I thought I would be sad. I really, I really did. I thought it would be, you know, cryy, weepy, and I I might be, you know, the day we have to drop her off. But she's not going far. She's going less than two hours away. Um but I'm I'm really I have a lot of happiness and hope for her and joy. Um, she's ready. She's maturing, you know, really nicely. She's a great kid. Um, and she's going to make a great adult. And I'm, I'm think I'm ready for her to take that next step. Now come, you know, two months from now, yeah. <laughs> totally I will probably right. be a sobbing hot mess. Um, but I think for me as, as a parent, the, the most excitement I get out of her going to college is knowing that when this is over, like when college is over and if I've done everything, I don't want to say right, but if I've done, John and I have done our best to make sure that, you know, she's equipped to be a happy, healthy, productive adult, you know, who, who can find a job, can, can, you know, learn how to take care of herself, you know, in, in the next, you know, four to eight years that I am going to have the opportunity to have a different relationship with her. Well, that, that is an awesome and interesting perspective because a lot of people try to well, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of moms, but I know some that I've talked to, they've tried to, she's always going to be my little girl. I want to keep her at that stage and that age. So it's interesting to say that you're looking forward to um, her next step in her life's journey and, and yeah. being a part of that and getting to know her on that level. Um, yeah, I don't want to be a parent my whole life. Like. <laughs> I, I mean, let's be really honest. John and I, you know, we had Rebecca when John was 19 and I was 21. And then we had two more children in close succession after that. So by the time I was 26, I had three kids under the age of five. And my husband, because, you know, John and I got married after Rebecca was born. Um, and, you know, John was 24. So we essentially missed out on a lot of stuff that a lot of people in our, you know, age group got to do, you know, we didn't, we didn't really experience our young twenties as being young and single, going to college, you know, having, going to the clubs, you know, dating around. We, we were married with children (laughs) and, and I don't, and I, and I, I never want to be a parent. I mean, I'll be a parent my whole life. I will be their mom. I will be, you know, their whole life, but I never wanted to spend my entire life 
raising children. And, and while I still think of Rebecca, I mean, yeah, she was my little girl and she was my little buddy when she was younger, but I'm really looking forward to, you know, spending time with her as an adult when she's an adult and, and building that kind of relationship with her. When, when you're a parent, I think, you know, there's always this parent child relationship, but when your kids become, you know, young adults and then actual adults, that relationship shifts. And instead yeah. of being kind of this parent child relationship, it becomes more of a peer relationship. And it can become more of a peer relationship. Not that I expect, you know, to be best friends with my kids, but I think enjoying them and viewing them as fully functional individuals when they reach, you know, those ages um, allows them and recognizes that they are independent people. And, and that's what we want them to be. You know, if, if we, we don't want to run their lives. I mean, I, would, I don't want to run my children's lives their whole time. <laughs> I got better things to do, you know? Okay. So um, one of the biggest takeaways that I took away from what she was saying was her wanting to, or looking forward to having that time with Rebecca as an adult. Um, um, is that, is that, something that you guys are looking forward to i know your children are not an adult but are you looking forward to oh the next stage of life whether it be you know toddler or preschool or like rachel said kindergarten any one of you guys just jump in i definitely am because my mom and i are very very close and we do everything together and i could not imagine not having that relationship with my kids i hope it's the same way we do everything together and i can't wait for that oh that's so cool what about you rachel i'm looking forward to that as well i hope that we're very close i hope that they tell funny stories about all the crazy things that we did and and hopefully they appreciate their upbringing. Cool. So Rachel, you have a girl and a boy and Melanie, you have a boy. So, I mean, I, I, I get the whole, for lack of a better term, the girl or daughter to mother connection, but what do you think it will be like with a son when they reach that next stage or age as they're growing up? I have a brother who is 25 and my mom still packs his lunch to go to work. And I didn't know why I always thought it was ridiculous. And now that I have a son, I told him the other night, I looked at him and I said, when you're 25, I'll still make you lunch. <laughs> That's how much I love him. Okay. You know what? Out of, out of respect for Jake, I'm not going to put that in the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out of the podcast out of respect for Jake because I I think it's cool, but I also, yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. I didn't name him. Who knows me? Everyone in the mom's Facebook group knows you. Everyone knows we complain about how my mom babied him forever. We, it's like a known thing. Okay, okay, fine. Well, I don't know if I have any other comments. 
Well, well, no, wait, because that's I, I, and I'm trying to find a, a good way to say this. I don't see Melanie babying, like you said, babying, because that you know the typical mama's boy, mama's son. That's what mm -hmm. people think. I don't see Melanie babying Caden. I don't. No. I, I don't. I don't. I might baby him whenever he's older. <laughs> Not while he's a baby. I gotta toughen him up a little bit. Then I can baby him. Okay. She was toughening right. up Roscoe the other day. She's like, oh, don't you cry. <laughs> he's five months old. <laughs> I was consoling him. <laughs> didn't sound very consoling. <laughs> it sounded a little more aggressive. <laughs> I was in a little more aggressive of a mood. Oh, yeah. I... As, as for me having a boy and a girl, ah, that, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I feel like Alessandra just came out bold. Like, I don't, I don't think she, you know, yeah. <laughs> the next question that you guys wanted uh, to ask of Tia was what is she doing with uh, Rebecca's room? Right, because that's the question. They're gone from college. What are you going to do with the room? And I asked her, I was like, are you going to turn it into a gym? Or what are you going to do? Uh, short answer uh, that she gave was just that um, right now, uh, Bethany and Rebecca share a room. And so Bethany is excited that she's going to have the room to herself. Uh, but she said that even if she didn't share a room with Bethany, they would probably still keep it like ready for Rebecca so that she could come home and have a place to stay. And it's not like, okay, you're gone. We turned your room into a gym or an entertainment room or whatever, or a gaming room. That would be so cool. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it, it was still like, you're still part of family. You're still welcome here anytime and your room is always here for you. So um, yeah, that may be not something that you guys aren't thinking of right now. Uh, but what do you think, like, Rachel, what do you think you would do with your kid's room when they left? Would you turn it into something else or just keep it ready for them so they always have a place at home? Right. 100% keep it as is. I want them to always feel like they can come home anytime they want. I will probably adopt the same rule that my parents did. And they said, once you move out, you're out and then and then you can do anything then I can do anything with their room but uh as for when they officially move out then okay so college is you're not officially out you're just you're away at college mm -hmm. like this is still your home but once they mm -hmm. graduate college and they move out and get their own place then it's like game room entertainment center guest room reading nook something Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Um, so here's here's something I want to play. Um, and let me ask you guys this question. And then I'll play for you what Tia said. So one of the questions you guys had was, does she have any major concerns? I mean, it's her firstborn child going away to college. Does she have any major concerns? So Melanie, what would be a major concern that you would have about like Caden? going off to college and I know that's so far off but like what jumps into your mind is oh I'm worried about or I would be worried about this this or whatever 
Oh, Melanie's thinking. So we're going to jump to Lene. Well, my babies are still very young and their personalities have not come out. So I really don't know what I should be worried about because I know just depending on how they were as a person, I would have different fears. I don't, I don't know. Some people can just be so wild and then other people so timid and you just don't know how they're going to be. <laughs> right now she's wild. <laughs> so I don't know what she's going to be like as she gets older. Okay, that's 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 fair. What about you, Rachel? I, my concern would be, did I teach them enough on cooking and cleaning? And I mean, the people that they're with, you know, is that going to be a reflection of of how they were brought up? So, and I just, I hope they know enough to survive. <laughs> so concern that, well, our are they fully equipped? Did you prepare them and equip them to be out there right. on their own and forever the world has to store at them? And yeah, that's that's a good concern. Right. Not like a Hunger Games style, just something <laughs> along the lines. <laughs> okay. All right. So we asked uh, Tia the same question. And here is what Tia said. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have any major concerns about, um, well, not just, well, yeah, about Rebecca moving away, but just in general uh, about a child leaving the home? Um, yeah, a few. One, I mean, she's a girl. So as a parent, as a mother, yeah. you know, seeing the, um, just knowing the statistics of assault especially sexual assault for girls um, is, is very terrifying. You know, one in five girls experiences that at some point in their lifetime. And, and I would never, ever, ever want to have to comfort a child after that. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why we, we have her in karate. Um, we've talked about arming her with, you know, some mace. She can't have a taser on campus. That's considered a weapon. Um, we thought about getting her a retractable baton, um, because that's what she wanted, <laughs> not because I wanted to give it, that's what she wanted. Um, but that was not recommended just because it's so hard to pull out. Um, she will be continuing, um, self-defense courses in karate when she goes to college. But I mean, that's a big thing. Mm, so as a mom, yeah. I, I, I do worry about that, um, but then I also worry about, you know, like other things like Rebecca's never dated much. Um, none of our kids have ever really been extremely interested in um, any type of dating relationship, like kind of like a little bit, but nothing like some kids you see, you know, have like a new boyfriend every week or go out yeah. to, you know, dates. I kind of attribute that to the fact that not that I think all kids get into relationships for this reason. But we really here at home have focused on building self-confidence and the ability to be comfortable with yourself. Hmm. And I think when you teach children those things, they learn how to, that they don't necessarily seek that from relationships, if that makes sense. Like if, yeah. if you're happy with being with yourself, you're not looking externally to satisfy some need. Um, but because Rebecca hasn't experienced a lot dating wise, I do kind of worry, you know, about how she's going to handle those relationships. Mm. 
So my question to you guys, uh, not so much about concerns for college, but it, it, it got me thinking, do you think about that now? Like, do you think about your children in like growing up and having boyfriends and girlfriends and dating relationships? Is that something that even crosses your mind at this stage? Or is it something like, you're like, oh, thank God that's years or decades or whatever off. I know I think about when I'm on the playground and I, I see them interacting. I was like, I want to know the family. I want to be close with the family. I want to know, <laughs> I want to know what kind of um, background, right? My kids who are dating somebody, what they, what their family background looks like. So I, that's the only thing that crosses my mind right now. And I, I hope that if that does happen sooner rather than later that, you know, we'd be involved. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know that I'm worried about dating. I'm most worried about friends currently Rita Bites. So, I mean, I'm just worried about making any kind of friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, here's the other question that, um, <laughs> that you guys asked, I think this is more of a Rachel ask, uh, and it was, when is Tia gonna babysit <laughs> for Rachel? And she did respond to that. Um, and I think I might even, uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll put that into, I'll, I'll play, I won't play it for you guys, but I'll, I'll definitely put it in there so it's in the podcast. But uh, she said one, she did not forget, but two, even though Rebecca's gone, she's still got like three other kids now that she's like dealing with and, and, and all that stuff. So um, that babysitting may turn into a, hey, let's just all get together. <laughs> I don't know if that works for you, Rachel, but. I'll work on her. <laughs> I said, that was not the agreement. You told me. <laughs> just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding okay that works for me that works okay um the other thing and i don't think you guys this i think i just um asked her this because i was curious and that was uh what do you do when you have kids who just don't want to go to college like if your kids you know say so rachel what would you say if your kids were like no we're not we talked about this at the playground today. I actually am, am more than fine with if they don't want to go to college and they want to start their own type of business, I, I would actually kind of welcome that. Or if they want to do a trade, I would, I would welcome that even more. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for hard work and blue collar and very, very much hands-on type of trades. I would, I would really hope they do that. <laughs> okay, so Melanie, what about you? Well, I actually would probably uh, encourage Caden to take a trade because it's cheaper. They, he'll probably end up in a really good job that pays very well because trades are scarce nowadays and who knows about in the future how much you'll need somebody in a trade and 
colleges I feel have gone away from going towards a career and more about making money with all the extra, all the credits you have to accomplish to even get into the, into the, uh, you know, field you're looking for. Hmm. So I really wouldn't be bothered at all if he said absolutely no college. Fine. Great. All right. Lenae, thoughts? As long as they're out of jail and taking care of themselves, I'm okay. They can do whatever it is they want to do, whatever they're passionate about. I feel like anything, if you're passionate about it, you can do well. Like, that's the main thing. It's something that you care about. As long as it's legal and you're not incarcerated, you're good. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here is what Tia said. Let me ask you this final question. Um, <clears throat> What am I going to babysit, Rachel? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> not Rachel, but maybe her kids. I don't um, know. When, not when, um, what about the child who sits down and says, and I don't know if this has happened to you or not yet, she says, I don't want to go to college. Rule, you either go to college or you go to trade school. Pick one. Or military, military. Trade school, college, military. If you have a child who is developmentally able to work, developmentally able to hold a job, there is no reason for you to support that child as an adult. Like there are active ways for that child to learn how to support themselves. Yeah. And and we've always talked to our children like that, like mom and dad aren't going to support you your whole life. You know, you're, you're physically and mentally able to work. If you're not able to do those things or emotionally, you know, you have some challenges, we can talk about that. But yeah, I'm not going to be a housewife or a housemate or a mom. Like when I say mom, like, mom where I cook and clean and and do all that stuff for somebody who's well capable of doing that for themselves okay I, I, I that might sound kind of mean and shallow it doesn't sound mean it doesn't <laughs> sound shallow it's the same thing I told all my kids you either work uh you get a job you can join the military or go to college um or trade yeah, school they didn't like it but I actually called it 1890 program. When you turn 18 and graduate, you have 90 days, take the summer. If you haven't already decided what you want to do, figure it out. But then you must do something productive. Yes. You're not going to sit on my couch. Yeah. You're not and... going to do nothing and do nothing. You must do something productive. Um, that's your adulting. This is adulting. You're an adult. You got to do something productive. So. Yeah, right. yeah, totally, totally. Tia also did and um, bring up something uh, as we were winding down the conversation, and that was the cost of college. Uh, and she gave an example, and she said, yeah, feel free to share this in the podcast. Uh, between her and John right now, they both make under $150,000 a year. Um, for Rebecca, they're paying, I think, 
28 to $30,000 a year. Uh, but that's because there's grants and, and all these other things that they were able to get to help pay that cost. Uh, but what are you guys' thoughts on just, even for a trade school, it's not, it's not cheap. What are you guys' thoughts on the cost of um, like secondary education? Like, is that something you're thinking about now? Because one of the things that, you know, she and I were discussing was like, yeah, even no matter what age your child is, one, two, three, four years old, six months, put away five bucks a month, 10 bucks, a month, whatever you can uh, and start like thinking on that now, because even if they get loans, uh, they're going to walk out of, so even if she got loans, Rebecca would walk out of, you know, her four-year education with $120,000 in debt. That's her welcome to the world. So what are, what are your thoughts on that? And Melanie, you look like raring to go. Well, if I'm in the financial situation to do so, I am going to give them the choice, him the choice, if he wants to go to trade school or community college, that I'll pay for either the first couple semesters or the whole thing if there's a program for it, a short program, um, like my father did for me. And that way it'll give him the incentive to go and not feel like he's going to be in debt his whole life, but community college or nothing. Otherwise he'll have to pay for it himself or figure it out on his own because big colleges are for making money. I have no thoughts on this. I am trying to keep it out of my mind until the time comes. Brandon can think about it. I I don't make any money. <laughs> we can handle it. So you're not thinking about that right now. You're just like, yeah. hey, your only thought is as long as they're not in jail, I'm happy. <laughs> well, you make it sound like really bad. <laughs> No, no, I mean, I want, gonna... them, I want them to be productive. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, it's okay. My, I mean, that would, that would be terrible. But let me rephrase I mean, that another way. As long as they're not doing anything illegal, you support them and encourage them. Yes. Okay. I, I guess part of it is because I went to community college for a couple semesters and did, it just wasn't for me. And I worked my way up in retail to be a manager and I was doing okay. It was fine. I liked what I did. I was passionate about it and I feel like it was fine, but some people don't feel that way. So it just, whatever makes them happy and they can, if they can support themselves, that's all that matters. Okay. All right. And Rachel, cause oddly enough, both you and Rachel were at one point, working moms and chose nope i'm gonna stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom so rachel what are your thoughts college-wise um if any right this one's probably the easiest one i'll ever have and lord willing my my husband will still be here and i'll say ask your father <laughs> he's my financial planner now so i'm very thankful for that and i will if something, you know, heavens forbid were to happen to him, I would have them probably go the community college route if they're thinking about doing that. And if they like it, great. We'll talk later. But yeah, I think community college is a good way to figure out if you're into it or not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Great, great. Now I have a question for you guys because we were just talking about planning out. Uh, you guys were planning out things that you're going to be posting and all that stuff. And summer is coming. Um, um, are you guys interested? I know you are, but I want other people to hear you guys say it. Are you guys interested in hearing from the moms in the group what kind of things they would like to see posted? I would love to know what the other moms are doing this summer. I'd like to know what they're eating. I'd like to know what there's <laughs> anything, anything. I I want to know. I I just think creativity is so important, especially in a mom. All right. So Lene, what about you? I would just like people to share anything that could help because sometimes I feel like. I don't even know what kind of advice I need until something arises. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know this was going to happen. Why did nobody say anything about this? And if people could just talk about things that happen and how to, how to deal with and handle them. Cause I, I like to be prepared for when things go south. Awesome. Awesome. So for you guys that are listening that are moms and you are a part of the Naps or Nothing Moms Facebook group, first and foremost, if you're listening and you're not a part and you're a mom, go join the group. Uh, if you're a stay-at-home mom, working mom, uh, stepmom, grandmom, soon-to-be mom, uh, if mom fits in there anywhere, go join the group and then share with uh, all three of these guys with Rachel, Melanie, and Lene, uh, tips, um, tricks, um, food tips, um, anything, uh, and also let them know things that you want to hear from them because it sounds like they want this group to be about, about all the moms, not just about what they want, but about what all the moms want. Does that sound correct? Sounds good to me. Okay. Right. And I'd also like to thank Tia for doing our podcast with us. And I'd also like to talk to her about our babysitting question. <laughs> that's. <laughs> okay. I'd like to talk to her about the, her response to the babysitting question. Okay. I, she had a fuller response. I'll, I'll see if I can find that in the, in the question to make sure I fit that in there. But um, thank you guys so much for doing this, for the time that you guys take, uh, not just for the podcast, but for trying to create a place where moms can be supported, encouraged, and can get help if they need it, encouragement if they need it, tips if they need it, or, or can just vent if they need to, because, um, you know, Lord knows it's not easy doing what you guys do being a mom. So thank you guys for taking the time to do that. That being said, I'll share one final thing is that if you have things that you would like to hear the moms talk about on the podcast, drop a note into the uh, Naps or Nothing Moms Facebook group and share. Hey, could you guys talk about this or could you guys talk about that? Thank you, guys. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your night. Yes, she had the faintest glow. I could not say no And I dreamed a dream Where we drifted through my mind 
Only 